Welcome to Team Luke for Minds Podcast. On this show, our mission is to help families just like yours. We'll bring you inspiring stories from brain injury survivors, advice from health professionals, and much more to help make the recovery journey a little easier. If you or anyone you know has a, suffered from a brain injury, this show is for you. Every brain injury is different, and as your host, we both bring our personal experience and desire to help others through this podcast. Hey Bryce, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Tell us about your accident and injuries. Um, my accident, it happened two years ago, uh, February 21st, 2016. I was in a terrible mountain bike accident and I resulted in a traumatic brain injury. Had to be star flighted to Brackenridge. I was in the ICU for five days and for the first three days I was in a medically induced coma. Um, uh, the damage that I resulted from it was a, obviously a traumatic brain injury, and I, I had a, a stroke um, from the from my injuries. It resulted in me being completely paralyzed on my left side, so I could not walk, could not talk. Um, also, I had um, terrible memory loss and various like cognitive difficulties that just like really surprised me and my family. Um, as far as memory, I could not, I really don't remember anything in the hospital because like for for entire two weeks, I would wake up the next day and forget everything the day before. And I've just spent the last two day, two years of my life trying to recover from that. Gosh, that's incredible. And I would like you to kind of think on a little bit what your previous life before the injury kind of looked like and kind of compare it a little bit to how this accident has changed your life nowadays. Um, before I was, I was relatively active before. I mean, I loved doing sports. I mean, I was on the wrestling team. I was on varsity wrestling. Um, obviously I was on the mountain bike team and I just, I really loved staying active and just being physically healthy. Um, as far as my grades, I mean, with minimal effort, I had a B plus average. It, grades weren't really my biggest priority. I just didn't want to have fun. But, um, after that crash, I really did feel like I lost everything. I was in the middle of my junior year. I'm looking at college, uh, graduation. I thought it was all gone. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know if I. They really didn't know if I'd be able to walk again. So to see myself now, I'm still able to go to the gym. I'm still able to do work. I graduated from college, and I'm really happy from how I've able been able to recover from that. Um, I wouldn't say I'm exactly the same as I was before. Um, I cognitively, I do uh, deal with some difficulties and learning challenges like um, I do have some memory loss I have dyslexia that is harder for me to read but of course I do have accommodations for school um, physically I'm about 96 percent there 97 um, I, mean, I can really do everything I could before it's just the left side is just a little weaker and I can tell and that's that's really about it um, just before Austin goes on to our next question for you can you talk a little bit about like how you explain that perhaps to others? Um, I know that you know as a relative to someone who has went through a brain injury as well, um, it can be sometimes hard to explain your injuries to other people. So how do you usually go about that? Um, really to explain, I just really find ways that we can both connect with, find things we have in common, and I just explain what I've done to recover and how I can recover and just explain to them how it, 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 it 
No, I'm sorry. I just tell them that it does get easier, even though I tell them that it's you're in a really scary place and you feel like you've lost, you've lost it, but eventually you're going to look back and you're going to be amazed at how much you've recovered in a short time. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Awesome. Um, how has this accident affected your family? Uh, family? Well, right. obviously my mom isn't too keen about me riding bikes now. <laughs> That's the main thing. Um, but... Your dad's cool with it. My dad's cool with it. He there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my dad, he wants... Uh, they're very uh, supportive of me. They want to push me to see how much I can get to where I used to be. Uh, I mean, really, it hasn't really changed my family that much, except they now have a better perspective on head injuries in general. And really, they just, they're just a little worried about me hurting my head again. Yeah. That's about it. Were there any, like, difficulties that your family, like, really went through? Um, any, like, troublesome with your injury and, like... I mean, obviously, it was very emotionally challenging. Like, we, my mom, was just, like, always, like, in my room in the hospital for the entire time I was there. Um, but we fought through, and we're, two years later, we're, do, we're all doing fine. That's really, really something. And you mentioned before we had started this podcast, too, that you have a younger sister, right? Yes. So how have, like, your siblings or your sibling kind of taken this injury, too, and has that changed your relationship with them? Um, as far as my injury, I, I still try to be, like, the best older brother I can to my younger siblings. And being me being able to recover from this... I, I feel like it gives just them something that it gives them something to look up to, really. Um, yeah, I love being a third. I'm basically a third parent to them. Uh, I try to be an older brother and a father figure to them. So, you know, seeing me being able to recover from this is um, I'm happy to see them just as you know, they look up to me. And it just feels great when they do that. I love that. I love that. I know that, you know, being an older sibling to someone with a brain injury, I'm in a slightly, you know, different position with that. But it is really important to for people to see the hope and inspiration that can come out of these kind of stories, too. And just, I think, how much people can really grow from them. So my next question for you is, what was your first memory after your injury? Huh. I really... I, I don't know my very first one. It just it comes in phases, as I, it, as the time went on. Um, I think my earliest memory might just me be in the ICU, just begging to go home, because that was I, I I know that that was probably my first thing. Just I wanted to go home. I don't I didn't really understand what was going on, and I'm just you know in the hospital bed begging for someone to take me out of here. I don't want to be in this hospital bed. Take me home. Just, I don't want this to be real. I was basically just in denial of everything. Do you have a good idea of when this first memories happened? Um, I think within like the first like week or so. Wow. Cause I was told that like for at least a week, I would forget everything uh, prior to the current day. Like, I'd wake up the next morning and had no memory of the day before. But I'm assuming that was, like, 
when I started just like being in complete denial of everything and always just begging to go home. I think that was at least within about a week of the accident. Yeah, I know. It, it was actually me and my mom were talking about it and we've had several discussions about it, but like we can't really pinpoint like a proper time when I did start getting my memory back. And that's, I, I mean, just kind of the guess, low ball it, whatever, high ball it, whatever. Yeah. But, um, so what types of therapy were the most impactful to your recovery? Um, I did various types of therapy. I mean, obviously, speech, physical, occupational, just to get me well enough to leave the hospital and get back to school, just really rebuild myself from the ground up. But probably the like most effective therapy for me, surprisingly, was just basic human interaction. Um, leaving the hospital, that was great. I would be able to uh, meet up with my friends again. Getting back to school was really hard at first, you know, I was really overstimulated, but eventually just like being with my friends and just having basic human interaction was just make, it just made me feel like I'm not so different. It made me feel like I can get past this and even if I can't, I still have my friends with me. Hum yeah, I'm still able to interact and live my life and not just having to rely uh, through doctors and therapists to be able to get me better. So, did you do anything special with your friends? Like anything as ordinary or special or really nothing special. Even just like as simple as going to their house and watching TV with them was just still really effective. Okay. Do you think it was more the fact that it took you took your mind off of your injury, or was it the actual? re-stimulation of your brain from, you know, generating conversation with other people and having to come up with thoughts when communicating with someone else? Uh, it's actually a pretty strong combination of both. Obviously, I'm really the main reason I wanted to meet up with my friends because it did just take my mind off my injury and off of everything I need to recover. But as a plus, it did, you know, being able to, it helped me learn how to speak again because I'm always, I'm talking to my friends that helped me a lot. Um, uh, being with my, it helped me with uh, my social anxiety that I developed afterwards, so I can actually like go out in public and have social interaction with other people. Um, so yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like you know when you're, I keep saying you know the, this injury is like hitting the reset button on your life. You get start back at zero. Yeah. Um, you need human interaction as you're growing up and stuff that helped develop, you know, just basic human skills and such. Yeah. You know. Right. Remind me how old you were at the time of your injury. Um, I was 16 when it happened, but, like, it was, I turned 17 five days later, so I turned, yeah. I turned 17 in the hospital, so gotcha. just, like, right at 17. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also, I mean, when you're in high school, that's just such a key time to want to socialize with your Absolutely. friends. And, you know, you constantly want to be a part of that. It's such a short four years of your life that kind of once it goes by, it's gone. So I, I can completely see that. And um, I'm sure you would recommend that to someone else too, Absolutely. who's going through a brain injury, just to try to at least be around other people, try out new atmospheres. Um, do things that you wouldn't have otherwise done because of your restraints on anxiety or the kind of that introvertedness that can come out of these kind of injuries. For yes, sure. For definitely. sure. 
Do you have any words of wisdom for someone who is going through a brain injury? Um, just that no matter how dark or scary of a situation you think you're in, and if you feel like you've lost everything, eventually it does get better. It does, I mean, give it time and really just a lot of effort, and you can eventually look back on this and just be amazed at how far you've come. Did you receive perhaps any wisdom from, like, your nurses, your family, or organizations like Team Luke Hope for Minds uh, um, as you were going through your injury and recovery process? Well, obviously, Team Luke Hope for Minds. That was the, that was a big one. That was what really helped me and helped me change my life. But uh, family, my uncle, actually, he gave me some of his wisdom because he had traumatic brain injury when he was around my age. Of completely different story. And so, yeah, he basically went through everything I went through. And, yeah, he was giving me tips on, like, how to, with physical therapy and cognitively, how he was able to recover. And it's been about 20 years since his injury, and he looks completely normal. Like, he never had it to begin with. That's actually very incredible, I gotta say. Um, It is definitely good to be able to have those kind of connections in our life, to be able to go through these kind of things. And so I know that I slightly touched on Team Luke Hope for Minds, and I know that you're quite involved with it. So can you tell us a little bit of the ways that you have been involved with the organization? Uh, A lot of times um, I get called in by Rhonda, and she'll ask me, you know, there's a little boy or a little girl in the hospital with another head injury. You think you can visit them, give them a few words of wisdom, some motivation to get them and their family through this dark time? And, yeah, I go in. Uh, a lot of times I maybe I'll you know draw them a cute little picture, whatever they want, and I, I give them my story. And it's not just motivation for them, but it's motivation for their parents who are going through just as much grief. And it gives them just the idea that they can get through this, and it gives them just that emotional boost that they really need in such a desperate situation. For sure. Yeah, we were I, oh, yeah. we no, were go going through that and like. Uh, in Julia's interview, like, it's, the family has a completely different aspect, but, like, it's hard on them, too, in different ways, and yes. it's, it's a mess for everyone. Yeah, and it's, you know, there are families like yours, for example, that, you know, they have some of your relatives, like your mom, have some medical background, but there's nothing, I feel like, that can ever prepare you for what a brain injury ensues, and when it's someone that you're so closely connected to. And uh, I wanted to go back a little bit to kind of like what you were like before your injury. Right. Um, I know that you're very interested in art and you have like a quite a strong passion in it. Absolutely. So do you think that maybe that was something that was a part of your recovery process and now something that you're using in turn to help others? Absolutely. Because really, once I got out of the hospital, that was the only thing I still had. I mean, physically, I couldn't go out. I couldn't go out in public. I, I couldn't really walk, couldn't do any sports. Um, everything was so overstimulating that I really couldn't even hang out with my friends. Even video games was hard for me because of my left hand weakness, so I had no correlation there, coordination there. But thank, thankfully, uh, my left side was affected, and I'm right-handed. Art and drawing and any all that was the only thing that I could still do. And that just gave me the confidence that I really needed, and it was able to give back with that to Hope Minds and Team, uh, team Luke Hope Minds. Um, and really that was 
it, that gave me that that's the only thing that really made me happy during that time. Are there any um, works of art that you like you devoted to because of the injury? Um, I actually do have a very personal painting I made for my, for myself. It's um, a symbolism. It's just like uh, it's um, symbolized my road path to recovery. It's a uh, just a big painting. Um, on the up on the bottom, you see the, it's like a big cliff. On the bottom of the painting, on the bottom of the cliff is just my bike. It's trashed. It's really dark and covered in shadows. And as it moves up, it, the the cliff gets brighter colors and moving toward the sunlight. And I'm it's a painting of me and I'm climbing the mountain. I love it. That's so that's great. yeah. It's just my symbolism to you know that was inspired by my accident and that's I'm just like putting it into art. So. Like you said, your bike was trash or whatever. What injury did your bike suffer through? <laughs> <laughs> well, my bike did have to get completely redone. I mean, it wasn't completely trashed. I mean, I just painted it trash, so it would be obvious that it was a, a crash in my painting. But, I mean, obviously the frame had to get redone because that was really caved in. Um, and the only thing we like had to like triple check was the uh, quick release on the front wheel because we were pretty sure that when the, uh, my front wheel came off and that's what caused the crash to begin with. So we just had to get the whole, that whole thing just completely replaced. Got it. Do you have any more questions for I'm good. All right. Well, in that case, um, thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Bryce. Thank you Absolutely so much. Absolutely appreciate it. Um, we really hope that you enjoyed and learned something new from our podcast today. As we know, brain injuries are life-changing, and healing efforts come from the patient, their families, and the professionals that help them every day. If you missed one of our previous podcasts, please visit TeamLukeHopeForMindsPodcast.org. And uh, we offer peer-to-peer -peer support through our monthly support group, as well as insight and resources to patients and their families. If you would like to learn more about our mission, please visit teamlukehopeforminds.org. Thank you so much for listening and to our wonderful interviewer, and we hope that you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. If you want to learn more, check out our website, teamlukehopeforminds.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. See you all next time.